0: What's up, this is episode 30 of our podcast, my boy, they heard what's, what's up, up guys, we're in the new studio, Studio 3,
1: and uh, it's pretty It's pretty nice,
0: pretty extravagant, a lot more room, yep, uh, big dub, a lot more comfortable, but we have a big podcast, we haven't been, we haven't recorded a podcast in quite some time, over a month, yeah the one thing is, is like I remember in school I was like, summer, actually wait,
1: it's been yeah about a month,
0: it's been a while, so, yeah, because the I was World, like a World, Cup. World Cup started like a month ago. Yeah, Literally like a and that month was ago. like two
1: weeks before when we did that. So Yeah,
0: so I was going to say, I remember at school right. during the spring, I was like, summer, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to do a hell of a podcast and whatnot. And then, like, nah. what happens was, obviously, i going back to work with my dad. I go to work, and then I have the boys sometime, and then I'm just like, I don't want to do shit. I want to play Fortnite and go no. to bed. Yeah. I just Or just watch the, watch the night game. I'm right with you. Watch the summer league and go to sleep. Yep. Pretty tough. But here we are. Um, it's been—I'm not really sure. There's been a time where there's been so much that's occurred. I know last offseason there was a lot that occurred, but this, this was, has been a uh, pretty strap. We're gonna have a pretty, pretty loaded podcast. I've had a lot. I—I uh, could speak for myself. I'm sure for both of us that uh, we both have a lot to get on our mi- get off our minds. Yep. Uh, and on the podcast, we got uh, Paul George, Kawhi, Boogie, LeBron, and that's just for agency, <laughs> and then we have obviously the draft that occurred. But before we're gonna start with our segment. Our opening segment that we always do. We've been pretty consistent with it. Very proud of us. Coming in hot and our take a lap. Big Hearn, if you'd like to go first, the floor is yours.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I want to start with good news or bad news because I got them both loaded. This is the first time, guys, I've come in prepared with at least a paragraph worth of stuff. Um, so let's do it. Coming in hot. My guy, just a, 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 a notice here. I wrote this about a month ago, thinking we were going to write a uh, have a podcast between then and now. Just so you understand where I'm coming from. So, first off, coming in hot, Reggie Bush. He won a lawsuit against the then St. Louis Rams now the L.A. Rams for $12.5 million because he suffered an injury while playing for the Niners. He tore his meniscus slipping on exposed concrete at their old stadium. Who doesn't like a free $12.5 million for slipping? I know I would. Um, so, great. His, he, his lawyers tip him. I mean, that was incredible. $12.5 million, I'm all in. Dated to Kardashian, now he's getting money. Got to love it. Second guy, Jordan Bell. Dub Nation's favorite. Hops the line, hops the fence, grabs a quick shot of Henny from the fans. You got to love it. Uh, I thought it was incredible. And it was not just one shot. He took a couple pulls,
0: at least five seconds apiece. Well, he ran out of the first one, right? He ran yeah, out of a bottle. On the Cleared bus. Cleared one bottle, and he's like, I need more. You guys got me? Were they in, were they in Oakland? Or were they, a... they were in Oakland. Okay.
1: Um, so, yeah, thought that was incredible. And last, certainly not least, coming in hot, the Oakland Athletics' hottest team in baseball right now. I think they're like 16-3 the last 19 games they played. 16-4. 16-4, oh, well, last 16-3. 20. So, um, <laughs> the, incredible. Um, and I got a little bit more about the A's uh, in the take a lap section. But, uh, you know, just an incredible run so far. If you're an A's fan, get excited. Get that treehouse pass. $30 a month. Free seating every home game. Um, I know they're away for the next two weeks, but when they come back, Giants series, do you really want to pay 60 bucks to go sit and watch the Giants lose? I know I don't. Pay that 30 once a month. Incredible deal. A lot of bars, foosball tables, pool tables, all kinds of good stuff. Take a lap. City of Oakland. You're losing two professional teams, including the reigning NBA champs, the Warriors. And you're possibly losing the A's. Commit to the A's. This is the one team that's stuck with you through it all. Give them what they want. Sell that uh, Coliseum property. And let's get a new stadium for these guys. They deserve it, especially how they're playing right now. NFL teams not willing to give their superstar players well-deserved extensions. What a joke. Aaron Donald, Khalil Max sitting out. Le'Veon Bell. It's it's kind of disastrous, to say the least. Um, These guys deserve to get paid. Odell. David Johnson, just to name a few other superstars in the NFL who aren't getting paid. My last one, and this one, it's got me real pissed off. Let's go. MLB All-Star Selection Committee, what a joke. Jed Lowry, hottest second baseman in the MLB. Doesn't even get considered to start. What a joke. They're like, yeah, maybe as a, as a fill-in. Are you serious?
0: Joke. That's it. Yeah, I was checking out the stats between him and uh, I think Altuve is is Altuve the second base. That's a joke. I think he uh, should be starting. Uh, I saw him. No, that's it. He should be starting. Oh, no, I was gonna, gonna, I was gonna add to your point. He should be starting. Uh, I, I was looking starting. at starting. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna look at the stat. I was looking at the stats between Jed Lowry and Glaber I think Glaber was the first fill-in but or the backup to. I think it was Altuve. If their numbers are pretty similar. I think the only difference is one guy wears pinstripes and the other guy doesn't. Is that what it comes down to? It comes down Jed Lowry's the best second baseman in baseball right now. And one guy's wearing strip pinstripes. and the other guy? I could
1: give a shit. He could be playing for the Giants for all I care. It doesn't matter who's playing for. Red Sox, Royals, White Sox. The guy that should be in is Jed Lowry. Bottom line.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Don't ever question Jed Lowry again. I'm convinced. My coming in hot? Like I said, I did this a while ago, and it was more current at the time. I should have thought of more, but uh, it's kind of last minute. My coming, I have a lot of take a lap, though. Or take a hike, whatever you want to call it. Coming in hot. Uh, I think they really became familiar, or really publicized last offseason. Hoodie Mello is back. Coming in hot. Hoodie Mello videos. I know he got everybody hyped up last year. And uh, I tweeted a stat the other day where he shot um, a career low... Oh, he averaged a career low points per game on a career high, uh, three point attempts, and that was pretty illustration. It was pretty illustrative of his season, considering um, didn't really work out in OKC. He ate a lot of possessions away with the uh, way he's been doing the last couple of years. With not the best pass, whenever you pass the Melo, it's kind of a dead possession. The ball's not really getting moved. But uh, Hoodie Melo's back. I'm not really sure if anybody's buying it this time around. I know a lot of people were hyped, uh, looking for Olympic mellow, um to play that small ball for. But, um, yeah, I'm not really sure it was going to be. They said him and Oklahoma City are going to part ways. They're saying Houston's the favorite. Um, that'd be interesting, to say the least. Maybe he'd be playing some uh, meaningful games uh, in Houston. Houston's, Houston's weird, though, but like they're like losing a lot of players. They lost Mute, they lost Ariza. Uh, Compello doesn't look good. But to continue... Take all, a lap. Call for Mello. Yeah. Uh, my take a lap. ESPN. Why take a lap, ESPN? Uh, did you watch the draft? Or did you yeah, hear about the draft? No, was Woj a, was made fucking... the ESPN their bitch. Yeah. And the weird thing is, because like everybody, everybody knew that ESPN released a presser, or just released, but they talked to their employees, uh, specifically towards guys like Woj, insiders. Uh, Woj now works for ESPN, obviously. Uh, came from the vertical Yahoo. And they pretty much said, "Hey, don't tip off. We want to make it. We want people to tune in and whatnot." And Woj just did like the most alpha move by saying, "F you guys. I'm going to tip these picks uh, whether you like it or not." And I love it because there really isn't anything ESPN can do because Woj is the best. Like, what do you? It's like, it's like as if this was the Packers and Rodgers. Like, what are you going to say? You're fired, Rodgers? No, yeah. you're, you're not fired. Woj. we need you. We we, 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 we let go of so many people. They let go of so many basketball guys. Just acquire talents like Woj, and yep. they're not going to give it up just because they said not to tip. They said, Woj, don't tip him. And Woj was like, fuck you. I'm going to do the fuck I want. Yeah. And uh, big ups to Woj. Uh, sticking it to the man it was pretty sweet. Um, I mean, when you're a guy is talented and you're as resourceful as Woj, uh, ESPN knows what they are getting. Woj, do whatever you want. Uh, most respect to him. Uh, take a lap. Take a high ESPN. Uh, another take a lap, Brazil. My future, I had a pretty sweet future, but I had a decent payout. It was fun while it lasted. Uh, one thing with Brazil is they were stacked offensively with guys like Continio, uh subs like, super subs like Firmino, uh, Marcel Marcel's a little bit, uh, pretty good offensive uh, right back, Neymar, Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Jesus is a flop. But it just felt like they never, they are so dominant, and they never scored more than two goals a game, which for me, I think, like when I think of guys, like a team like Brazil, I think they should be, Put up a couple three-goal games. It just seemed like they never really clicked. Like, they would score, like, really late, uh, usually, typically, in the second half. And with the team that's supposed to be as offensively gifted as Brazil, it seemed like they should have really pushed, and pushed around other teams, um, put more goals in. But it just never seemed like they really clicked. It seems like they It just seemed like they would just get away with games by just being so gifted. And it seems like it never really meshed together into being the juggernaut that they were advertised to be. So, take a lap. It's been real. It was a pleasure watching you guys play. Take a lap, Brazil. And then my final one is going to be Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance. This being with all this news going on, uh, LeBron signing. LeBron, uh, obviously the Lakers have had cap space. And it did help to get rid of, uh, what do you... Oh, they got rid of the contracts of Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance to uh, to clear up that second max Slot, I believe, and they never really, they're not gonna obviously use it um, after uh, striking out on guys like Paul George. I'm not really sure who else they would have given it to, maybe Chris Paul. I don't know. But uh, all this news going on, Cleveland starting over, the late, just uh, Oklahoma City uh, getting back Paul George, LeBron obviously going to Lakers, and it just kind of sucks. It just not sucks, it's just funny how like all this is going on, everybody's hyped for the Lakers. And then, like, Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance are still stuck in Cleveland. Yeah. It's yeah. just funny because, like, they're kind of there for everything. <clears throat> and then, like, mid-season trade, it's like, you know, everything's on the up for Los Angeles. And mm. then uh, Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance are just gonna, Like, they were obviously in the finals. Like, I don't think they were going to get anything close to that. Yeah. Uh, everybody was like, oh, they're going to shine. And they didn't really play that much. And when they did was kind of disappointing. But um, Larry Nance, Jordan Clarkson, you're still stuck in Cleveland. You went from – Los Angeles. it Literally football because they went to Cleveland where you're a huge contender. Yeah. And now uh, they're going to miss out on this Lakers uh, playoff team, obviously. Yep. And um, they're stuck in Cleveland. It's been real. It's, it kind of sucks. But what are you going to do? That's the business of it. Yep. Uh, that's we would take a lap. Uh, yeah, let's conclude our segment. Now we're going to move on to the much juicy portion of the podcast. We're going to talk for agency. Let's talk about the biggest... The first big name, the first domino that fell... The first twist. ...being Paul George returning back to the Oklahoma City Thunder on a four-year, $137 million agreed contract. A contract, sorry. And you, you read you read about the big party, right? Yeah. That's crazy, like, how it just, like, how Russell Westbrook put this party together, how it was like supposed to be top secret. What was, like, your initial reaction on the Paul George back to OKC story?
1: <clears throat> well... Before, I,
0: before let's say like a week ago what what did you think it was he'd return?
1: Like a week before? Yeah. Uh I think my percentage would have been like 60/40 Lakers. Okay. Um but as soon as he dropped the uh his documentary series, um I I it just didn't feel it didn't feel uh Showtime esque It felt like he was going to go back. Um and I was after watching part 1 after I think part two is with uh, Dwayne Wade, right? Mm-hmm. After I watched part two, it was, um, I think it was sealed that he was going to uh, go back.
0: The one thing going into going frequency, into what I will say, I, was, I told as many people that would listen, is that I felt good about the chances of LeBron going to the Lakers and Paul George separately, because I would just think about it like, where's LeBron going to go? Is he going to return to Cleveland? He's not going to return to Cleveland. He hates the owner, they don't have anything over there. And then just the aspiration of being able to go to Los Angeles, because you have to think where he's going is where he's going to finish his career. And Los Angeles would be perfect, because obviously, lo- as rich as LeBron is, he can. it's one of the most, always one of the most lavish cities in America, one of the most established basketball brands in America. It only makes sense for one of the most established ball, ball players of our generation of all time. But with that being said, I felt like that would make sense. And then I felt like Paul George, I just, the way they lost. In the first round, again, um, to the Utah Jazz, I just didn't think he would return to that. And it seems like every anybody that has a sense of basketball knows that Russell Westbrook, he's not really the easiest person to play with. CC Kevin Durant, um, he eats a lot of possessions away the way he likes to dominate the ball. In a, in a league where you need to be able to shoot the three ball, he's not a very good three-point shooter. But, I was very surprised that he returned. Um, I just thought... I I don't really know what to think. Because he said he returned because of the brotherhood he had with Russell Westbrook. And I'm not really sure how that came together. Obviously, I don't really know their It didn't show in the playoffs, that's for sure. It just... I don't really know. I'm literally puzzled. I'm not really sure. I think OKC could have gave him more money. If I'm not mistaken, so that would make more sense. Maybe he's a money guy. I hate I hate to get personal, but I don't think maybe like he wanted to play under the pressure of being a Los Angeles Laker, especially if LeBron was probably gonna join. Um, like a month ago, I wasn't really sure who I was more sure of going to the Lakers because obviously Paul George was in Oklahoma. Paul George came to the Thunder because he told the Indiana Patriots that he's probably going to leave for the Lakers. And for him to return to the Oklahoma City Thunder after being there for a year, um, especially, I'm not really sure where their future is. Their future is, and a guy that people say is hard to play with, might be a hell of a teammate, like a cool guy, but on the court, he just, it's been proven that he's hard to play with. And then your money's tied in with guys like, was mellow, uh, there's, the, there's a number, their 200 plus mil salary cap, or something like that. An astronomical number, that's not normal. And they have money tied in with, uh, Steven Adams, which uh, I was thinking about it the other day. When's the last time like a team with a, a dominant big won the finals? Like Tim Duncan? Yeah. Because you had the Warriors, they had nobodies, they, they had guys like Joel Anthony, uh, the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers, right? Or no, well, Spurs Who was, who was like, first, Dirk? Because the Spurs beat the... Who was first, Dirk or, or last? Dirk I don't know. I get those mixed up all the time. I think it is... 2010. I think it's As, a Spurs. So I think
1: it was Tim. Tim was the last one. For
0: sure, yeah, oh, because I think he won 2014 final yeah. MVP. Quiet, so yeah, I think it'd be Tim Duncan. Probably, well, he wasn't even dominant then, no, no. no, so no be, nonetheless.
1: So it'd be Dirk, then, yeah, dominant, probably. it'd be Dirk, yeah,
0: and he wasn't even like a bruiser or anything. No. That's what it's kind of like an actual because everybody says they want to build around a big guy when, like, like an actual
1: thing? prototypical big 06
0: Shaq. Yeah. Oh, probably, probably the Lakers with Powell.
1: Oh, I would put him under the same category as Dirk, then, so then it would be Dirk. If, if yeah. It's dark.
0: I was just thinking about the other but they have to tie it in with guys that was Melody, They said they're gonna part ways soon. Yeah. And um Stephen Adams, I don't really see where their where their future is. Um maybe I don't know, maybe Le- Paul George would change his mind if he knew for sure that LeBron was going to LA. But I think one thing that stood
1: out to me was in the doc when he's talking to D Wade uh, D-Wade, and he was like and he was like, Well how did it happen? And he was like, LeBron like called me and like it kind of seemed like Paul like obviously Paul George was asking. I don't know when this was filmed. This I mean I would assume it was kind of recent and uh I would assume it's after the season was over, like after the finals. And like the way like Paul George was asking his questions at Dwayne Wade kind of seemed like LeBron didn't even like get in contact with Paul George and stuff like that. So and then you hear LeBron's not even pushing the Lakers to get a superstar this year. That kind of tells me he didn't even like acknowledge Paul George. So I think that was probably part of it.
0: Another part of the document that I noticed was in episode two, he opens up with, I grew up a Laker fan. Uh, I, lo- I love Los Angeles. I'm from there. And you think he'd start that with his last episode. I didn't even watch the last episode because it was three part episode, three-part series. Second episode was right before his free agency. Third one was after. You'd think if he was going to say he was going to go to the Lakers, he'd open with something like that in his last episode, not the one before his decision. Yep. Kind of saying. And he did say like he, wants, he, he was on record saying that he didn't want to. Upset. Um, he said he wanted to make, he hoped most of the people in his life were happy with his decision. Yeah. Um, so, what are you going to do? Paul George, resign. I'm not really sure what they're going to do. Uh, two years ago, before Paul George, they got bounced in the first round. <laughs> this year, with Paul George, getting br- bounced in the first round. By a rookie. By more or less a rookie um, that led the team. Donald Mitchell's going to be the star. Um, but yeah, what are you going to do? Let's move on to the elephant in the room. The number one player in the world. Um, the best player in the world, LeBron James, joins the Los Angeles Lakers. Yep. Um, that's probably going to be the chunk of our podcast. Yep. LeBron joined the Lakers. He signed a four-year, $154 million contract today, actually. Um, now the jerseys will be shipped. I uh, was reading a Darren Revelle tweet. But, yeah, LeBron James, your thoughts? Yeah. Um, how, one, how did you find out, and two, your reaction after digesting it, sitting on it for a while. Um, I
1: don't
0: remember where it was, because it was before Fourth of July, right? Yeah, it was
1: two days. I want to say. I think it was at work. No, no, because it was the no. day.
0: Remember, it was the day after agency. So I remember I told you it's gonna happen tonight. Something's gonna happen tonight, and then it happened the next. That was day. Monday, right? Yeah, so July first was the day it started. Yeah, okay, second so was gonna happen. So Monday
1: had the day off. Had a great day. Um. I'm getting settled up, about to charge my phone. Something pops up. Don't know what it is. Look at it. What was it Bleacher Report? Bleacher Report. Always first on my notifications. Um, and they dropped, well, they didn't drop the Woj Bomb, but they dropped the uh, the greatest notification I've read um, since John Gruden's going to be the Raider head coach. <laughs> um, and that's LeBron James, greatest player in the world right now. Going to be a Laker. Um I think every Laker fan in America, whether they uh, defame murals or not, um, I think they're excited.
0: Really not there's Laker fans that don't welcome LeBron.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, People I
0: know, are crazy. People are insane. Sports fans in general are just insane.
1: Yeah, I know this guy, uh, he wasn't too happy about uh, LeBron going to be a Laker, but I told him to get over it. Um, Kobe Bryant's not coming back. So, you know, LeBron's going to be, you know, LeBron's hopefully going to bring us a championship. Um, but I think that was—I thought that was really cool on uh, his part, not to push the Lakers into something stupid like giving up Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and Kyle Kuzma for Kawhi Leonard. So that was my my immediate thought once I saw LeBron was who the hell are we giving up to get Kawhi? That's what I was afraid of. So I'm uh, I'm pretty hyped that LeBron is uh, uh getting excited with these young guys.
0: Um. So. How I found out was, I had a feeling it was gonna happen the night of It Didn't happen. Pretty disappointed. Paul George happened, which was pretty exciting. There's a couple other big ones, but I think Chris Paul too. But the next night or next day actually it was the middle of the day. I was I've I was consistently checking my Twitter probably every five minutes, and then uh, I saw Rose what was retweet of Clutch Sports because it came from the Clutch, yeah, directly from the Clutch Sports. And I first saw it and I thought it was fake and I checked it it was verified everything was followed by everybody the clutch sports account and I was like wow I think this is real and I went to Woj, Woj ch- uh, tweeted it like seconds ago and I said all right game on uh, it's gonna it, it gets a little busier gets a little bit more uh, what's the term it gets it's gonna get a little more fuller in the West as if it wasn't competitive already it should be fun uh, but now I have time to ju- digest it Um." The first thing that caught my eye was the commitment of four years. Because everybody said what Paul George would do. Paul George's commitment, too, the four years as well. Yeah. Everybody said, everybody kept talking, one-on-ones, one-on-ones. They're going to get a one with the player option, one with the player option. And neither of those guys did. They both committed to their team. LeBron, I think it really shows that he's not saying we didn't even make a push this year. as well. He is pretty old, which is kind of weird. But he's 34 when he's saying, don't rush, guys. But he's 34 years. Obviously, he's coming off one of the best years of his career seems like we're saying this every year. But it really showed a commitment to Magic and all those guys. Uh, I know Joel, I said, uh, I, I texted Joel props to Magic and Plinka. But yeah. Joel said, uh, you got to give respect to Jeannie Bus to uh, clearing the way by outing your brother along with Cupcheck. Uh, I knew he was there for a while. I think he's the Charlotte GM now. But now that I've had the time to digest it, what I will say is, before free agency, the Warriors were the best team in the world. After free agency, it's still going on. Not much. can really moving in. After free agency, the Warriors will still be the best team in the world. Um, and why is that? Because I think the way you combat that, would just say, is who else really competes.
1: Oh, uh, the answer I was looking for was who they signed, but...
0: Yeah, that too, but he... Uh, it just, he's not going to be there for like the first just, three months. But yeah, so. that and... It just, who else really is there at that point? Everyone, it's, every uh, three. Cool. Uh, what I what I should have said was just three and four. I should have just said three and four. Yeah. three and four years. Um, and it just eye test. I think we can all. I don't think. I don't think anybody's saying that they're not. But uh, nonetheless, it should be exciting. If the Lakers are going to compete, it's not going to be this year. Uh, I know a lot of people are upset. I know me and him. We're going to talk about this before the podcast. But I told him to save it. Um, a lot of people are upset about these signings of Lance, KCP, JaVale, Rondo. They don't really make sense to me on the surface. The only one that kind of makes sense was JaVale. Um, they got rid of Brook Lopez, so they need another big. I'm not sure who's going to start him or uh, Wagner or Zubac. We'll see. But the other one is the Lances. The, the, Rondo, the Rondo one made sense to me as well because R- Rondo's kind of a gritty guy. He's always been proven in the playoffs. Um, like to say, playoff Rondo, obviously... Anybody that watched um, a month of basketball knows you can't shoot worth a lick, and everybody's saying that LeBron is at his best when you surround him with shooters, and Lance even not known to being a shooter, Rondo obviously, KCP, kind of a shooter. The stats show it. I don't really see it. Numbers don't lie, but I, I whenever I watch KCP, I don't see him as a sure shot um, from beyond the arc. But nonetheless, um, these one-year deals. They're, they're, at the end of the day, like we said, they're one-year deals. They're going to be off the books. The way it's shaping out to me is that I think the Lakers are going to make a move at the deadline. And that kind of transitioned into what I was going to talk about next was Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, it feel Yeah, there was a lot of rumors and a lot of heat um, boiling up. All the rumors were going about uh, the Lakers. What did they offer? They offered, like, something like... they weren't, they weren't they, they made, like they had been negotiating for a while, and then it was news that Brandon Ingram was now available. And I tweeted like, "Wait, if they Brandon Ingram wasn't in these talks before, who the fuck was in these talks? Like, Kuzma and Ball and Let's just get one thing straight. I think we can all agree. I don't think the Spurs want anything to do with Lonzo Ball and his family or and his dad. I just really don't think, and I don't think." The the Lakers obviously or Lonzo obviously doesn't want that either because they said his camp leaked that he needs uh, knee surgery or he might need knee surgery within the meniscus Um, obviously that'd be bad for his brand because uh, The whole BBP works in Los Angeles doesn't really work in San Antonio um, and They know that they don't want to have Los Angeles, but I was saying Kawhi. I feel like if it's gonna happen It's gonna be with the Sixers uh, in the offseason. I think the Lakers they're fine with what they have. They have the best player in the world. They have young assets. Um, there's no need to risk everything. Why would you risk everything? Risk all your young assets just to get Kawhi, and then what else? What else are you going to have? You need more than just that. A couple years ago, that would be fine. Like, before the Warriors, I said, that'd be fine. Like, a LeBron and Kawhi would be a sure thing finals. But now with the Warriors, it's just not even. No. You're still, still not in the ballpark, buddy. Yeah. Um, you're not, still not close. So, uh, I wrote my notes. Is I feel like the. If it's going to happen, I feel like it's going to be the Sixers. It's going to be Covington, Saric, the 2021 Heat pick. I think it's 2021 Heat pick. And I think the Spurs would probably want Markel Fultz as well. But I read that the Sixers don't want to give up Markel Fultz. So if it's going to happen in the office, I feel like it's going to be that. I feel like the Lakers are going to make a push towards a trade deadline to maybe get rid of some of these one-year guys. To make money work possibly with Kawhi, I don't know. I think
1: it would just be Dang, because if you if you let the KCP Stevenson and Rondo expire, that's twenty twenty five and a half mil, twenty four and a half million, twenty five and a half, and then if they can get rid of Dang, which is eighteen million, or even stretch them out, um, let's say they you know hey you're gonna get six million, um, you know that frees up what twelve, so that's what thirty. 32 and a half. So it would
0: be like some young guys in Dang, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I, would, I don't know where even, I was going with that. Uh, but nonetheless, they're still one-year deals. Yeah. Um. So I feel like it's going to be towards a trade trade deadline. To me, it would like...
1: be Dang, either Hart, or, uh, or Mo, and then like a late, like a first rounder like two years from now or something. What, like, a, like a protection, like a th- top three protection on it.
0: Um. So as I was saying, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I feel as though the Lakers have to know that. What package seems better? The the assets you can go back and forth. I think the Celtics are out of it. I think the Celtics are just gonna run it back. They're gonna get their two top guys. I don't think. I don't think there's a reason they should mess around. Uh, when they have already a stacked team, but the Sixers, and the Lakers, I feel like whatever pack, whatever assets the, whatever assets the Spurs, uh, they value the more. They're going to make the deal with. And I'm not really sure if the Sixers want to give up so much of their assets. And I feel like with the Lakers and Lakers and Spurs, I feel like the Spurs, The Lakers are gaining leverage... Gaining leverage, sorry. The closer and closer we get to the trade deadline. Or just every day, I, I would say. Because, one, you're going to lose your guy for free. You don't want to, obviously, um, lose Kawhi for nothing. And... It, it, it seems like every week there's a report that Kawhi is telling more and more teams, trade for me, but I'm not going to resign with your team. So why would you do that, do like a Paul George rental when you know he's not going to come back uh, if he's made it clear? It seems like he's made it pretty clear that he wants to join a Los Angeles team, whether it be the Clippers or the Lakers. I'm not sure why the hell you want to go to the Clippers, but I was reading stuff about him going to the Clippers. Uh, I don't know why you would want to. I feel like the Clippers – and the Lakers are equivalent to NBA Two K and NBA Live.
1: Uh yeah, sounds about right.
0: It's like a, it's like a like a B grade, right? Yeah. Like the Clippers had their. It's, it's just a downgrade. It's a it's, it's NBA Two K, NBA Live. How many mm-hmm.
1: rings do the Clippers got? Um,
0: that's but ring. they had Lob City, bro.
1: Not anymore. All they got is they had Lob City, bro. All they have is Doc Rivers.
0: I think you're really underestimating Lob City.
1: Where are they now? Or Lob City now. Are they in L.A.? no nah, that was the answer. now nah. So. Yeah, Lob
0: City was uh. I'm I, I remember. Everybody was saying that L.A. was a Clippers town for like, and it just. Do never you remember was. that? There's nothing you can do about oh, it. Oh God. It's not really. It's not so much. The only
1: way the Clippers get Kawhi is if they go back to San Diego.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure because the Clippers have like the most random. Thing. They have like Dosich, They have Avery Bradley. Tobias Harris. Actually, uh, you know what? They have the most random... They have Lou Williams. They have the most random team. The Gallinari-Kawhi
1: connection is going to be real.
0: The Gallinari can stay healthy, but it's... it's uh, where was I? Okay, so I was saying, I feel like the Spurs are losing leverage day by day, and eventually they're going to call the Lakers and make them give up either Kuzma or Anger. One of those guys. Because if I'm the Lakers, you just stick to your young gun because if you get rid of everything Kawhi, there's no point you give LeBron... Give LeBron, Kawhi, and a bunch of veterans. That's not really getting you anywhere, especially when you have to, Compete with the Warriors. Um, So your best shot is give up what you have to if you feel like you can get a good deal for Kawhi. If not, chance it for agency. Get him for, not free, but obviously not giving up anything assets-wise. And that would probably be your best bet. There's no reason to mortgage your future because, like I said, if you mortgage your future, get Kawhi and you've LeBron and Kawhi and nothing else, you're you're not getting out of the West. Uh, it's best you stick with your young assets. Add Kawhi through free agency, maybe get him on a a cheaper deal with the Spurs. But yeah, that's gonna conclude what I had to say on that. I think I touched all the points. I know I've talked for a lot. Uh, Herm, what are your thought? What were your thoughts on the Warriors well, adding DeMarcus Cousins? Um, Let me hear it. The rich get richer. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I it's just it was funny because people were like Boogie's a snake, and like the Warriors are like cheating, but like if you're if like if your team like let's take the Celtics, and let's say the Warriors don't even exist, if the Celtics got Boogie for five and a half five point three million dollars, I don't I think everybody's like oh good move by them, yeah. but because it's the Warriors, everybody thinks they're cheating. Everybody brings up the fact that him and Katie are snakes. Get over it. They're the best team in the world. Um, and the only way you're going to combat that is by getting better yourself. So, unless you're a Warrior fan, which congratulations, by the way, if you are. He went from McGee to Boogie. As if the need more congratulations? Three um, and four? I think their heads are all pretty big already, but, um, you know, and it's not like we're going to see Boogie right away. That was the one thing, like, I, I think everybody forgot was that Boogie tore his Achilles, like, literally, like, the, I think the last week
0: or, like, last couple – he didn't. I know it was like the last month. No, because he didn't play in the All Star game. Remember, Anthony Davis wore his jersey. Oh yeah. So then it was. Yeah, like, I totally forgot about Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis wore his jersey. jersey yeah. So
1: yeah, it was probably like February then. So it was a cool moment. It was, was cute. Very cute. Ultimate losing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, Warrior fans don't know is that Anthony Davis is gonna be a Laker. Um, hot take. Write it down. Book it. Anthony Davis's first year of free agency. He will be a Laker. He's not going to Boston. He's not going to Golden State. He's not going to be a Clipper. He's going to be a bona fide Laker. Um, and this is why. So I feel more bad for Anthony Davis than I do any other team in basketball. But he gets Julius Randle. I mean, Julius Randle can't shoot a jumper, can't shoot a three. He can get boards. So maybe they have uh, Anthony Davis. And the corner and Randall just feeds him from boards. Yeah,
0: with, it's, it's, with gonna Drew it's gonna be weird. It's gonna because I know I think Anthony Davis has said that he doesn't like playing the five, and I think he's gonna have to now that if Julius Randall's gonna start. Obviously, I don't
1: think he has a choice unless Randall's gonna play the three. That's unless uh, I think they said,
0: I think someone was telling me I am reading a pod, like a Zach Lowe podcast and they said that Randall's the three. I think they brought back Miritage, Miritage is the oh Davis at the four, Miritage is the five.
1: That would be hilarious. Julius
0: Randall's the three. I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm out. Get fucked. I'm, uh, I'm selling my stock. Yeah, uh, Julius Randall three. I'm out. But uh, as I was uh, going to say, we're talking about Boogie. Yep. So, my initial fanboy reaction, because sometimes I go into my fanboy roots and I just get upset and I just get heated because of how uncompetitive the Warriors 3 and 4, uh, I've said a lot more than I've ever said on any other podcast. Uh, my initial fanboy reaction was Boogie's a snake. Uh, I literally told Joel that. And Joel, Joel, I give credit to Joel because Joel broke it down so quickly to me. Before I read it on Twitter, and I think it was before anybody else had it on Twitter, probably maybe a couple other people I don't follow, but uh, nonetheless, Joel said something like he was coming off Achilles injury. According to Boogie, according to a lot of other people, he wasn't getting the contracts. He was getting low ball, low ball, low ball. So what Boogie, what Boogie is thinking is what's going to happen is you guys want to low ball me? I'm going to take a low ball offer with the best team. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a ring. F all the other teams, and the next year I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look good in the process, and I'm gonna get a max till next year. Um, they're kind of just doing business with each other. The Warriors, it, it's a business, but like they're doing each other favors. The Warriors add an All Star last year. All-star, yeah, he was voted All Star, he just couldn't yeah. play in it. And the Boogie, he's gonna look good. It's hard not to look good with the Warriors. We've seen guys like Javale McGee look good. We've seen guys like Zaza Pachulia look good, um, who obviously haven't looked good all their whole career.
1: That's gonna be insane. But
0: you add Boogie. Boogie's gonna look good. He's gonna, probably gonna win a chip. And then he's gonna get a max deal. Uh, it's just business. Uh, so the, thinking about it that way, um, boogies. I can't really say boogies. I thought about it. It Took me a day to to digest. And uh, more credit to bit, more m- much credit to boogie if that is the case, which I think it is. A lot of people are saying that New Orleans did offer him like a two two for thirty, something like that, something around those lines. Or I think two for twenty was, or something like that. It was like,
1: it was boogies deciding between Boston and Golden State. Yeah, and then. And I think, like, him into Boston would have been really cool, too. Yeah, they were
0: saying that, that would have been incredible. That I guess he expressed interest to Boston. And then before Boston, before Danny Angel and those guys can get on the phone to call him, he already accepted. Yeah. Uh, Joel was not happy about that. I think I saw something on Twitter where he was like, hella sad because he loves fucking Boogie. Like, Joel would tweet about Boogie all the time when he's playing in fucking Sacramento. Yeah. Nobody else is watching. Boogie's putting up like 50 and 20. But uh, on Boogie, um, uh, the Warriors um, I've never really had a problem with their management per se or just the team in general it's just some of their fans are kind of annoying yeah then some of them I mean like all NBA fans some guys aren't very knowledgeable but what are you gonna do and uh, Kevin Durant Kev, what, what Kevin Durant boogie what boogie did was not a snake move what Kevin Durant did I could do a whole podcast on that was a snake move I'm just gonna leave it at that I'm not gonna go any further uh, what KD did was pretty snake-like, snake-esque, cowardly. But Boogie, no, nah, it's just all business. It is He's doing his best for him. He just said, F the NBA. You guys want to lowball me. You guys want to lowball me. I'm a proven talent. Uh, you guys don't think I'm going to recover. I'm going to show you guys I'm going to recover. I'm going to come back and I'm going to be an all-star again. I'm going to be an all-NBA talent kind of guy. And, uh, I've liked Boogie before, so it's kind of hard for me to go against Boogie. Boogie's a badass. Uh, he's kind of an F you kind of guy. Um, Hucky boy, pretty sweet. Um, and it's not a sure thing. Sure, he's he's coming off the Achilles, like we said, but it's not necessarily a sure thing. It will work out, but it's such a low risk, high reward. It with it being a one year deal, five point three is not like they gave him the max or yeah. a commitment, uh one plus one. Uh, like I said, it could work out. Maybe he won't. He's not exactly the player he is when he comes back from the injury. He won't be back till they said next year, twenty nineteen. Um, not the season, but just the year in general. Um, maybe he's not the player he is, but he is a big man. It's not like he really needs to... Maybe, I'm not really sure Warriors Achilles will affect him, whether it be um, going up for rebounds or maybe it affects him when he goes up for a corner three. Um, I'd have to look into that. But maybe he's not the... Maybe he, there, there's two negatives, whether it be he's a nutcase, and he kind of, I mean, the Warriors did lead the league in technicals, I want to say Draymond and Katie were top three in technicals, maybe one and 2 it He'd be wrong. Uh, there's a possibility that he is the nutcase that he has been. He's uh, that or he's just not the talent that he is, and he eats possessions away in the post. And uh, like I said, you don't have to play him. You could just cut him. It's a one-year deal. I'm sure they have plenty of money uh, winning championships or whatnot. I'm not sure if that calibrates to the I could be wrong not really sure what I'm saying now but it's just such a low risk high reward where if you get an all-nba you get an all-nba guy for a year and uh if you get a guy that doesn't really fit um if he's not producing if his injury um taking a while for him uh back in the swing of things don't even have to play him um get rid of him uh, like I said low risk high reward good for the word good for Bob Mars and those guys um that's really all I had to yeah you can't really get mad at that I mean I really would have liked to see... I'm really interested as to what the Lakers offered Boogie. So I feel like they had to. I feel like there was reading something about there was express interest. And it just made sense because they were... I don't know. They were just... Because they did sign all those guys like... They signed them right away. So. It's no, The Boogie thing happened like an hour after all those guys were signed. I'm not really sure. Maybe there just wasn't much attention. Because I just... It's hard for me to believe that they would value guys like KCP... Lance over guys like Boogie. But maybe maybe they were hearing things about Boogie's injury. Um, That's the one
1: thing I'm interested in is because, like, I don't know who said it last year. David West when he said, like, the locker room was, like...
0: Oh, it was this year. It was right after they won the championship. Yeah, so I'm interested. They almost broke down.
1: So I'm interested what it had to do with. I think everyone's still interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um. And if Boogie's going to either make it better, so they don't even have to worry about that or make it worse. Mm-hmm. Or it all you know, hell freezes over and everybody wants to leave, but, Mm -hmm. um, that'll be interesting. It's going to be a fun watch. I, uh, I was looking into, uh, Warrior Laker tickets before all these signings, roughly like 200 bucks for like a decent seat. All the signings happen. Those seats are like 500. So, uh, I just want to thank the Warriors and the Lakers for that.
0: Screwed out the, Um, screwed out the common man.
1: Yeah, it's all good. I'll just, uh. Go to Stubbies and watch the game. Awesome.
0: Uh, so to conclude the boogie situation, the rich get richer, as it says on, on paper. Um, we'll have to see how it works out. Maybe he's not the same guy. Maybe he's an all-NBA guy. Or maybe he's uh, he kind of adds to the madness that the word with Durant and his technicals. Draymond, you, tech know, you know what you're going to get. Eh, we could see. They, are, they already had Draymond. Um, they already know what you're going to get with Draymond with uh his uh, the way he carries himself on the court, it, uh, can be a, a, little problematic. Um, I think that's gonna conclude our free agency talk. Um, uh, just some of the more notable DeAndre Jordan, going back to Dallas. Dallas, are after what happened, the nonsense that occurred, obviously <laughs> with him getting taken hostage by the Clippers. Jesus Christ! Uh, after everybody thought he was one of the Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gordon, local boy here. Uh, Archbishop Mitty, right? Yep. Four years, seventy-six. Got it back. With the Orlando Magic, and then let's move on to the NBA draft. Uh, some of the bigger things. There was a trade with Atlanta and Dallas, swapped Trey Young and Doncic. I believe the Dallas gave up a future, future first. I think just a future first. I'm not really sure when. But I think it was just a future first. First. Um, I
1: think it was 2020.
0: Yeah, something like that. Or next
1: year?
0: No. Uh, you had eight maybe min- it's next year. Maybe, maybe. Next year. maybe. Uh, you had Aiton Bagley, Donkic, Jaron Jackson, Trey Young, Muhammad Bamba, Wendell Carter, Sachs, and Kevin Knox, Mikael Bridges. Um, what else did you have? So I think the two main stories. One is a little bit more comical, but the first one would be I was talking to Andres. We had a, I think we had a conversation on Twitter when I was working in Colorado like a day or two before the draft, and we're talking about how the Denver Nuggets needed a three. They obviously already have. They have Millisette, I'm not sure if he's coming back. I think most of it is coming back. I think he's was a free agent. I think he's still on the team. Yeah, I think he's still on the roster. I thought he was a restrictor or something. But nonetheless, you had uh, Nicole Jokic just got it back. And then you had Jamal Murray, Gary Harris. Kind of have a five already. They just needed that three. Uh, it was Wilson Chandler, but Wilson Chandler really isn't that good. <laughs> and then they we were talking about them adding either Mikhail Bridges or Kevin Knox. And they ended up with, I thought, a guy that was going to go top five in Michael Porter Jr. A lot of people are saying he's going to miss the year, but. There's not much tape on him in college. I think he played like 9 or 10 games. I think he played one tournament game or something like that. But not much tape on him. But his potential, you see his high school tapes. Uh, you hear Scout talking about he could be such an offensive superstar. I think the he could be a nice fit. Um, on paper, it seems about right. To the Denver Nuggets, they really need, like I said, the small forward. Um, a guy they can give the ball to and get the buckets. It kind of seems like, because I I would compare Jamal Murray and Gary Harris to Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum in the sense that they're both pretty small backcourt, and they both, those guys are both known for scoring not much defense, both both sets of groups. And I feel like I've always said that the trailblazers need that big three guy, uh, or just a three in general, that could uh, get buckets. And on paper, it looks like the Nuggets get their guy, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be able to play next year. We'll see. Um it's all like i said he played much play much college ball in missouri but that was a pretty good story and then him sliding out that was going go to be a top 5 There's a lot of rumors leading up to draft night but i think the funniest one was obviously Mikel bridges um Mikhail bridges initially was picked by the 76ers and what you need to know about Mikel bridges is that one he grew up in i think he grew up in philadelphia played at villanova which is in philadelphia won the national championship his mom worked for the 76ers so it just seems like a it seemed like a Disney movie, yeah. And then like they had they they drafted him initially, and then they had like the good old five minutes where they interviewed him. His mom was there too. Talked about how his mom worked there. His mom was literally on camera, uh, talking about oh we're so happy we're so happy we're so happy, and then next thing you know, gets traded to the Phoenix Suns. I thought it was just perfect. Like I hate to be that guy that was super excited for this to happen, but it was just super funny because that's just how business is when you hear about I was reading something about an agent's things how like teams will like pull out of restricted deals or uh, they'll offer things and they'll pull them last second and uh, there goes the big, bu- the big business owners the guys in the suits uh, screwing everything up it would have been a perfect story but uh, Mikkel Bridges I think he'll be I think Phoenix I think he'll fit really well I think because I feel like Mikkel Bridges is kind of a good guy 3D kind of guy uh, really solid at Villanova obviously won the natty oh I think it was there for the other natty team too it could be wrong with josh Hart could be wrong I think he's a two-time champ probably gonna check that next break we have but Mikael bridges I thought that was a pretty good story but uh what are your takeaways from the draft um yeah what are your takeaways from the draft I thought Sexton, I thought the I thought Cleveland was gonna trade their eight pick leading up to try and get a guy to make LeBron stay, but they had Collins and andex and if he is good he probably won't be good for Three four years,
1: I think the uh, the head scratcher for me was uh, Jerome Robinson thirteen to uh, the Clippers. Yeah, the
0: Clippers. That was weird. Like they, I feel like, like I know he's a shooting guard because that's what he
1: is. But like I, I really think they could have got him.
0: That's what people were saying
1: later, um, especially with like Lonnie Walker there or like Zaire Smith. I thought those two would definitely be ahead of him. Um, everyone was like, "Yeah, Jerome Robinson, the point guard. He's not a shooting guard, but." Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think my favorite pick of the draft for sure was at 25. My guy, Michigan's own, Mo Wagner, center, 6'11", 240. Lit it up at a Summer League uh, the other night. He looked fantastic. Had a sweet steel dunk. Um, I thought that was a great pick for the Lakers. That was a
0: sweet March Madness. Became a really big fan of him. Um, I would have been a fan of him wherever he went, but it makes it even better He's a Laker. California so. team, yeah, Laker team, specifically.
1: Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was a really great pick. Um, and then uh, really cool one was uh, Kostas, which is Giannis's brother. I think he was the last pick of the draft, which was pretty sweet. Um, that'll be pretty cool, Kevin Knox. I love the Knicks fans because they just boo anything. Like you could be like the Knicks are gonna be champs next year, and they boo you. Um, I think that, I just. I think
0: I it's just, just draft night. It just. It's unreal. It just hasn't worked out since what Ewan.
1: I mean, I think my, I think still my favorite all time clip from like any draft is Chris stops getting picked and just them booing the shit out. Oh, of that's the best. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Grayson Allen gonna be on the Jazz. That'd be pretty sweet with uh, Donovan and stuff like that. So I thought the draft was pretty cool. Uh, Bagley, Wo- Woj is badass. Woj doing his thing. Ass kicker. Used one hundred and fifty five different uh, verbs to this. No, I'm just kidding. I uh, was just a random it number. Sense, yeah. But uh. Yeah, I think uh, I think the biggest W for uh, the shoot your shot Pat podcast definitely has to be Marvin Bagley to the Kings. Huh? Duke guy. One. I know Joel's a big fan. And I know Joel's a big I fan of the Celtics round. draft. I mean they got Robert
0: Williams. Yeah, he's happy. So oh, Gary Tanger. Oh no, they traded it. Though. But yeah. No, saying, I think Martin I think guys, it was a
1: good draft, honestly. Yeah. Like a lot of guys like went where they should've like Mo Bamba and Orlando's gonna be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I, the 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 magic are really intriguing because they have Mo Bamba, Jonathan really Isaac, long. yeah, the Mo Bamba, Jonathan Isaac, they have Vucevic I think still, Eric Gordon. and then Aaron Gordon, and I think this team would be perfect for a guy like everybody's been saying Isaiah Thomas because he's just gonna chuck the ball and they're gonna have a bunch of rebounders. Yep, that's really uh really interesting, and another one, another interesting thing that I was reading into was that the Atlanta Hawks GM is. Uh, the new GM is Travis Lank. It comes from the Warriors. And it seems like he's trying to build his own Warriors. When you have Trey Young, obviously everybody in their mom compares him to Steph Curry. And then they added Kevin Hoarder Herder. I was really intrigued with him. I kind of wanted him to go to the Lakers. Six, seven. He's a shooter as well. And the measurables are obviously he's a shooter one. I'm not really sure how he is defensively, but the measurables obviously compare six seven to one Clay Thompson. And Trey Trey Young hasn't been doing too well in the summer league. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out my boy, Robert Taralba. We talked about this. He texted me a while ago. He said, "I want your opinion on Trey Young." And I was like, "It's kind of sh- if he's not gonna be able to shoot, uh, then uh, it's kind of really takes away from everything else he can do because he can't defend. He's really small, really thin. Uh, I've seen him play make being a playmaker, but he's playing against Big Twelve offenses, which uh, really isn't much." Um, but the thing is, everybody wanted to compare him to Steph Curry. When Steph Curry, it took Steph Curry like five or six years to become legit, like a legit, like uh, not a stud, like a stud, like we'd all see what, saw it happening. And like I said, it took him a while to be good. Uh, I'm not really sure if Trey Young fits that mold. Maybe he'll be like a. I saw a Trey Burke comp. I like that one a little bit better than Steph. Um, Trey Burke, obviously his first go around. I think he was around Utah. Now he's back with the Knicks. He's kind of earned a spot in the NBA. I know he was out of the league for a little bit, or maybe he's just playing in the G League. But Trey Young, not going too well in the G League for him. DeAndre Ayton, uh, you have Mikael Bridges. I really like Mikael. Like I said, he's a really good glue guy. He doesn't need the ball. He's not going to dominate. He's just going to play a three and D, uh, solid shooter. Then you have Booker. Booker just got that max. Uh, I think they have a really nice core. I think they really do.
1: That seems going to be really interesting. To watch. Yeah, I think
0: they will be interesting as well. Agreed. And then you have Marvin Bagley, especially uh,
1: who they play at point guard.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Jaron Jackson, Memphis. Mm-hmm. I've always talked about Memphis. I always get um, confused. I just never understood why they never got rid of Marcus All. I know a lot of teams would have given a lot. I think the Warriors. were inquiring about Marcus All. Not really sure why the Memphis Grizzlies never blew it up. It just seems like they were just always that seven and nine, or not seven and nine. So I was gonna say seven nine Jeff Fisher team. But just that average team when they should have blew they do, up, though. they should have tanked like the Suns or tanked like the Hawks. Uh, there's no reason to keep uh, a legitimate guy like Marcus Hall. Just get rid of him, start all over, lose some games. Um,
1: Jared Jackson's actually been tearing it up in summer league. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's all He had like five in one game, and then Kevin Knox been tearing it up. Uh, yep. Grayson yep. Allen makes yep. sense. That's pretty good because Quinn Snyder, I know he was a Coach K guy, Coach under him. Um, but I don't
1: really. Oh, I know one guy you liked in the second round for sure.
0: Who?
1: Your guy, Kansas.
0: Oh, Macallu? Yep. Yeah, the Lakers on the second round, one they get Mo Wagner, who was a big guy. He had a pretty solid tournament. Love watching him. Uh, really big energy guy, hit a three. Who loves a big? Everybody loves a big man that can shoot threes. Yep. And then they add Mikhailu as well. I've been watching him in the summer league. And I was watching like I was watching his highlight tape before when he got drafted and he was hitting a lot of off off the dribble of jumpers. Like it was I thought he was a catch and shoot guy just watching him like here and there in big games like I'll watch like a Kansas like a Kansas uh what's another big twelve like a Kansas OU or Kansas Kansas State. And um he's, he's making a lot of lot of like a majority of shots are coming off the dribble which uh I totally forgot the Lakers back.
1: got a bonga too.
0: Yeah they got Bonga. I was watching him too he's just a big guy, can't really shoot but he's just a big body uh dribble pretty well passed really well. But they have Mikhailu, Mikaylo's been turning it up as well. Kind of athletic, um, really uh, underrated athletically. Uh, other than that, not really anything. Big surprise, um, to Big Hearn, lounge of ball didn't get uh, didn't get drafted.
1: <laughs> no, it was not a surprise.
0: As uh, me and Joel were sitting in the uh, cause me when the draft happened, me and Joel were in the Colorado and I think it was your last night out, so we we're gonna get hammered regardless. But he was all. Hey, if Lionel gets ball, if Lionel Ball, if Lionel Ball gets drafted, he's all, you buy me a drink. I looked at him and I said, I'll buy you two drinks. I just knew it wasn't going to happen. As much as we all wanted to happen, now he's back with the JPA. I'm pretty sure I've said on this podcast before that this was going to happen. Uh, LaMelo, obviously, uh, he said he wasn't going to play in college. So after he going back from Lithuania, because um, you only can stay in Lithuania for so long. Uh, they're going to come back and play in that league. Uh, I knew Lion Joe wasn't going to get picked, and I knew he was going to end up playing in the league. And I think he said sometime this week he'll play in a game, actually. With his brother, I think. In the same yeah, he team. got signed to them. Something um, like that. What a surprise, right? Yeah. I'm not really sure how the league works still. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for the NBA draft. Always. Yeah, I think we're pretty much wrapped up. I'm very content with how this episode came together. I came in, I told Bigger, and this is going to be a good-ass episode. I tweeted this is gonna be a banger, and I feel really good about how this podcast shaped out. Just a little pot, just sorry, just a little shout out to the World Cup. Uh, you got, I think both teams played them, or both games are tomorrow. You have Belgium, France. That's gonna be a hell of a game, and then Croatia, England, another game. I was, I was rooting for Russia and PKs. I was surprised they got there. Um, I was really rooting for them, uh, just being the host country. Politics aside. Uh, with Mr. Pu- Mr. Putin, but I was host country. It was pretty cool seeing their fans get all passionate about um, Obviously they were, they said that they were like the lowest ranked team like in the round of eight or 16 I think both of those no might have been eight, but uh, nonetheless Hell run by Russia Croatia England France Belgium don't really have any predictions. I think I feel pretty confident France is gonna win but Belgium's so hot, uh, obviously taking out Brazil. Um, but I feel pretty confident. I think they're like at two to one to win the whole thing now, with uh, the final four. Um, but I think that's gonna wrap up. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'd like to see France win. I like Mbappe, I like Pogba. Um, I think I like Pogba because Joel doesn't like him. Uh, like I said, I really like uh, Mbappe. Um, I think they have Dembele, too, as well. I'm pretty sure they have Dembele. But I think Big Hearn said he had a take-home message before we wrap up this podcast. Big Hearn, the floor is yours.
1: So I started the podcast with my coming in hot, which was the Oakland Athletics. And I'm going to end with the Oakland Athletics. I'm here to tell you $30 a month, treehouse pass once again, Free it's a it's essentially thirty dollars, you get a ticket every home game. Free there's great food, great bars. They always have half off uh uh drink days. I think it's like Monday through Thursday, Taco Tuesdays, Taco Thursdays. All in for that. Who who doesn't like tacos? It's like you're down the street taco. Exactly. You're watching, except you're watching a hot ass baseball team. You're watching one of the best teams right now in baseball. They just won again. They're still undefeated, one leading after seven innings. I mean who would they be? Houston. The Astros, who is the first place team in the division, who they are coming after. Um, they got the big bears. Right series. after they get
0: the Mariners? I mean, this
1: is I this is a great time to be an Ace fan. I'm telling you, don't miss out on this. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, that's right. Once in a lifetime hey, Joel, Joel, Joel said they're buyers at the trade deadline. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm in. I'm all in on that. Um, I think I would I personally would like them to just hold save face. Let's just push it. Let's see how far we can get with the team we got. Um, And then in the winter meetings, we can see if we're interested in buying anybody. But anyways, shout-out training time. He's actually the all-star repping for the A's because uh, said committee totally dropped the ball. Didn't let uh, Jed Lowry in. Whatever. Um, I'm telling you, A's are getting hot. Don't be a Giants fan. Go to the A's game. Turn in your Giants hat. Get a free A's hat. What other team is giving away free A's new era hat. Nobody. I, no one's giving away a $35 hat anywhere. No. Turn in your shitty Giants hat. Get that A's hat. Green and gold baby. Let's go. Green collar. Green collar, collar. Hashtag green Rooted color, hashtag in hashtag Oakland. I mean, what else what else can you say? They're hot.
0: They're, they're hot. Yep. Um, go A's. The thing is that it just sucks that they're like it's like the most competitive the West has been in a while, like cuz I was talking to Joel cuz Wild cards coming out of the East, Yankees, Red Sox, and the other one's gonna be probably the Mariners, unless the A's. It's insane. The A's goal.
1: are fourth place. The three teams ahead of them are on par to win a hundred games. Nice. Just think about that.
0: That's pretty
1: a hundred games. It's pretty unfortunate. Or actually, I'm sorry, the two teams, I think the A's are in third. My fault. The, but the two MLS? teams? I thought Yeah, they might be Because yeah. Stros, Mariners, and then A's. So yeah, the two teams ahead of them are on par to win a hundred games. Not to mention the uh, the AL East with the Yankees and uh, Red says, Sox. Yeah. One of them's going to get 100 And then usually the Central team gets pretty close just because that division just sucks. So, unreal. Like I said, $30 a month, free ticket, every home game. Do you really want to spend $65 to go watch the Giants lose? I know I don't. I'll spend my $30 a month of watching for free. Doesn't get better than that. Like I said, go A's, Moneyball, athletics.com,
0: slash Pass code word herno let's get it all right that was that was i'm sold that was that was sensational that was very uh, riveting very moving uh shout yeah. out matt by the way shout out my boy matt someone did him dirty it's all good bro we got you <laughs> wait what you just can't as much as i'd love to get into matt's social life on we this, can't his love we can't. this I'm, I'm just gonna actually you know what? i got one more shout out for matt
1: shout out my boy matt he's growing up he's got his own place now you got his own crib. Got his own cribbo and LB house party coming soon to end the summer. Go, Uh
0: but yeah, go A's, go Matt. Um, yeah, that's that was wow. That was I did that was that didn't end the way I thought it. Was, that was we really went off on a high note. Um, yeah, that's going to wrap up conclusion. That was going to conclude episode thirty. Until uh, till next time.